welcome to the Rambling Spurs podcast. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Um, I hope it's going to be a good year for you. I hope you can achieve everything and achieve all your goals you have set for the 2023. Um, And I hope I can hear or see you in uh, loads of more episodes coming this year. Um, I think I'm going to do podcasts whenever I want. I think setting a day uh, in a week like just every Tuesday it's not really for me uh, if I have things in my mind I just want to talk about them straight away so I think I'm just gonna make podcasts uh, maybe twice a week every after every game or maybe just once a week after every game or maybe if something interesting happens and I want to talk about it I'm just gonna do it and I think this is gives me more freedom and I think I'll enjoy it way more doing it like that so that's why i think i'm gonna do it this way um yeah i hope you had a great new year's eve um i was in divorce with lots of my friends um and i had lots of uh, fun and <laughs> but no sleep uh but it was really fun uh we started this new year great it would have been the perfect start of the year if tottenham would you know win the game but uh, uh, you know as a Spurs fan, you you are quite used to be a, you start the year with a with a disappointment and or be a disappointment straight away after. Um, but yeah, uh, as you all know, we lost two 0 now to Aston Villa, and to be honest, uh, I have lots of lots of things I want to talk about today. So it could be a bit a longer episode. Um, uh, lots of you know negative and not really much positive things, unfortunately. Um, but to start with something good, um, I'm, I'm sitting here with my mate. Um, I'm feeling good. I have, I have my last day of holiday now and tomorrow I'm going to be back at work, unfortunately. Um, but, um, as just to say, I have in three, in one week, I have three weeks of national service I have to do. Um, which means uh, I hope I am able to do a podcast. I think I'm just going to take my microphone with me and my iPad and just try to record uh, a podcast there in my free time. I hope this is possible Um, because I want to not stop right away, but this national service thing in Switzerland is just so annoying and you just have to do it. And there is not really a choice and then do it. But, um, you know, that, that don't stop me, it's 2023, I have set my goals and I will do them, and uh, yeah, but um, yeah, let's let's maybe now go to Disperse, oh no, uh, actually I want to talk about the name of the podcast, I named, the. I, I was I was actually, I, I thought I'm going to name this podcast the Rambling Yet podcast, um, but then in, in uh, when I went home and, and uploaded my first episode, I was a bit not, sh- not sure about the name, because um, the word yit, which we in Tottenham use as a positive thing, um, as most of you probably know, wasn't a positive thing back in the days. Which the Spurs fan turned the word yit into a positive thing in in their thinking, you know, because they are proud to be a yit, and and they. Um, I just thought maybe it's not the best thing to have like a controversial word in in, in the in the podcast name. So that's why I just went with the Rambling Spurs podcast, um, which is still a, a good name. It's still uh, flows good, but um, I think I just think it's it's 
it's it's i don't want to get any problems and it, it just makes life more easier to just name it the rambling spurs podcast um yeah that's just a, a thing because i um that in the last episode i was uh, I said that my Instagram and probably and all of that is going to be named uh, Rambling Year, but it's, it's going to be Rambling Spurs. Um, it makes life more easier. Anyway, that's that's it. And now I want to talk finally <laughs> about the game. Uh, where 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 to start? To be honest, um, I was watching the game on the way back home from Davos um, with my friend and. The first 15 minutes, I was really confident. We played actually quite good football. Um, and me and my friend was, 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 were both saying, like, this is, like, probably our best football since a long time. Um, I mean, of course, it's, it, it wasn't a good game, don't get me wrong. It was a horrible game for us. But I thought the first 15 minutes, I just, I, ha- I had the feeling that we were passionate passionate about um our our football again and i just i I thought seeing romero back and fighting his heart out um i i was i just thought we don't look that bad and and but then i mean if it was a it was a it was a dull uh first half as well but I don't know. I thought that we, I thought we had more heart in the first fifteen minutes, and then after the fifteen minutes were gone, it's it was, you know, the typical Spurs. It's just not really. Um, there was no really attack uh, attacking forwards. Um, we didn't create chances. Um, it was just re- really dull. I mean, when I was watching much of the day in the evening, they showed like two chances, and then it was already half time because there wasn't any much any anything else to show, um, which just shows that at the moment our our game is just so boring. Um, and I I don't like to watch our football at the moment. It's not it's not really entertaining. It's 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 boring, and it's I don't know. It's just so flat and to be honest it's 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 exactly how Conti looks at the moment just totally flat and like he's given up and that's just I, I feel like it's um it's coming a bit over to our players as well it's just if he's flat and everyone else is flat and it's just I don't see the the uh, passion that Conti show when when we started it and but I'm gonna talk about Conti um after um for for a bit because um I think Conti itself is like a, a whole topic that is like uh, I just want to talk about that um, separately than the game itself. Um, then, of course, we concede after a dumb mistake from Larise. Uh, yeah, last last episode I, I was talking about Larise in a in a way that he still makes good saves, but he's not good with his feet, but. Uh, I do have to say he made a bit of mistakes in the last last few games, and I think in uh, in he made I think I start start about him making mistakes three out of five goals, which is then a bit too much to be honest. Um, and yeah, it's 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 difficult to say. I still don't think it's the right time to. Um, buy Pickford, for example, and and transfer Lloris out of a club. But he, he just needs to get his, his game up again. Um, he's a brilliant goalkeeper, we all know that, but 
in, in, in situations like that where we already are struggling, then there's just no room for mistakes from the goalkeeper. And I don't know, now you can't really do anything, right? Because we, I think we should start Lloris in, before Foster, but yeah, it's just, he needs, he needs to be fully here now because it's just, we need we need a goalkeeper that doesn't make mistakes because if if the goalkeeper already makes mistakes then it's it's just not good um yeah and then after that we just look looked like we've given up already after that one nil when then they, there was a brilliant pass to Douglas Louise who made it 2-0 um and that was that was game done um we had we had some chances Perisic missed a big chance Perisic played good, a good game, um, and then I think we had a bit of Kane missed like a a volley, and but, but it was nothing to remember really. But it was just a, a boring shit game, and nothing else to add to be honest. Um, are there any positives to take out? Um, I think the only positive thing I've seen on this whole game was Romero. Um, I just think he's a class player. He's really like, if everyone showed that passion that Romero is 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 showing, it, it would just be a totally different team. Even, I mean, we don't have the stars players Man City has or Liverpool has. We I know that, but if if i don't know if if everyone showed that passion and that aggressiveness that romero has it's just it's just brilliant to see from romero really um he 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 run he he did run for every ball he made tackles he showed his presence he he cheered his team on sometimes sometimes he he the central back was in front making uh pressuring the goalkeeper so he would make the goal kick i mean a center back that that this should be kane's job but romero was pushing the goalkeeper and pressing high and was then in five seconds back at his position uh and just that that is passion and and he showed that for argentina and he now shows it again for spurs but there's just some players that look so uninterested in a club and just play for i don't know the sake of it like uh, for example bisuma bisuma is such a uh, disappointment for me uh, I've, uh, he looked brilliant for brighton and but the, he, this 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 uh this this the, the way we play now is just not for bisuma or i don't know but i mean he called himself a brighton the best defender best midfielder in the premier league which is Come on now, you you're not playing good football at all. Not not there's no nothing really that I could say he's doing good. Nothing. Um, it's just a poor afternoon for Bizuma, and unfortunately he had loads of that. And but then I, I was thinking myself like who who would who do who do I'd rather play Bizuma or Skip? And um, well. Pfft, I think I was tempting to go to Skip to be honest because I think, I feel like Skip is a is a player that at least shows passion uh, like Romero as well and I think he plays for the batch um so I I think I'd rather put, put in Skip than than Bisuma because I just feel like um even though Skip is not a creative midfielder or not that of a creative midfielder he, he still would have shown more passion and maybe I don't know we we would have not conceded, but in the end, it's just ifs and maybes. But 
Yeah, then, uh, then, uh, I mean, Romero played back as a centre back, right? But the our, our back three just the the understanding wasn't that great, great either. Um, I think Longley Davis. I mean, I don't know. It just it it just looked off a bit um, as well. Then uh, Doherty played all, all right. I mean, it was not great, but I, no one played really good. Uh, so it's it's difficult to then just stand out. But I feel like Paris still made a better job than Doherty. Um, and then we have Hoiberg, which I don't know Hoiberg. I mean, he's here, but I feel like the the, the connection between Hoiberg and and uh, Bisuma is just not there. That not there at all. Um, and that there is what we why we lack so uh, so much of not having Bentacor at the moment because Bentacor and Hoiberg have have this understanding between each other, which is is way better than, and, and Bentecourt is such a brilliant midfielder and I've, I really think he's so crucial for this team but in the end yeah he's now injured um, and then of course we got the message that Kuluzewski is not even playing because he has an injury uh, so yeah and now it's just we have those injury incoming as well which is just so dangerous for us at the moment because we are really i mean these are our key players we uh we made those transfers in 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 this window where we bought richarlison injured we we got kulusevsky and Benteko in the last transfer window um and they were brilliant for us um and now they're injured as well. And these two players just got so such key players for us and are now out. Um and you just you just notice it because without them we are have we, we did have this the, the the struggling team before Antonio Conte arrived. Uh and now we because we did lack them, there's just again n- no creativity in our team. Uh Brian Hill uh was put in for Bento, uh, for uh, Kulisevsky. Um, but yeah, and couldn't really show his his uh, his forwards abilities as well. We're not, it's just I feel like he he does bits when he comes in as a substitute, but as a starter, I don't think he's good enough yet. Um, but uh, yeah, Son and Kane. I mean, Kane was was taken out of the game straight away. Um, but I, I was talking about putting him in a 10 position last time, but without Richarlison, there's no point in doing that. So he, he needs to stay at the number nine at the moment, but he was just not in the game at all. Son tried, but I mean, sometimes he just made stupid mistakes in the build up in the midfield, which then conceded to dangerous uh, plays for, um, for, for us with Villa just countering. So there was literally not really one player I can really like say that he's good except for Romero. Um, but in the end, like he, as a centre back, you can't make the game. It's just yeah. And and if the other two centre backs are not really on top of the game as well, it's just it's just really it's so difficult. Um, but the only thing I literally can say is just I love the passion from Romero and that's the only good thing about this fucking Sunday. Um, but yeah, um, unfortunately, that is what we have now and that's what we have to deal with. Um, and then, of course, now it's so in, such an important time coming up in this January transfer window. 
And that leads us to the next topic uh, about Levy. Gonna take a sip of my mate. Um, Daniel Levy. Um, the bold, purr, purr, you know, which word I want to say in our club. Um, it's so, it's really, it's so difficult. Um, he will not spend the amount of money we need. Now, did he, did he like spend the money or the things that Conti wanted last uh, last two trainers for windows. I think so. I don't think. Um, I th- I think we had two good transfer windows. So you can't really say anything against Levy in that part. But now it's I don't f- see Levy spending another January transfer window that Conti wants. Now. Um, was Conti then the right manager to a point? Because if you, I mean, Antonio is really always talking about the 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 the, the mind or the 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 way Tottenham wants to go, and that is with young players that are low on a low salary, but can can grow. So sort of like an Arsenal team. Tottenham wants an Arsenal team with young players uh, that can grow and and then just get experienced and, 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 you know, work themselves up to be a young, fresh team. But when you appoint Conti, you're not going to make a a young team and build it up. Conti is here for immediate, immediate um, success. So why do we bring in Conti if there's like another vision for Tottenham than Conti has? Because Conti is not here, or I guess he's not here for a long term. Conti, if if he doesn't get what he wants, he's gone. Now I don't know if Conti would stay on, and maybe because he's not talking really about contract uh, contract uh, extensions and stuff. But I'm not sure Conti would actually stay in a in a vision that maybe is just arriving in three, four years' time. So then why do we appoint Conti if we are having a totally different vision? I mean, Conti was saying, I think he said last last season in the end, like that they share the sort of the same vision. Uh, I think the vision of the club is great, blah blah blah. He always he all, he he did say that, but then why I just I can't really see Levy spending good money on experienced players because all I can hear is that they want a young team like like a player like Kulusevski and then build it up but I mean that takes time and Conti wants immediate success so that's just a bit it's just a bit confusing if uh, do we have the a the real um the the right manager at in in this time i mean i i would never go for conti out i think because conti showed and and proved that he is a brilliant manager that can lead us to titles but is he then the right manager for our our football style again difficult because tottenham is actually or the the the, the roots of tottenham are always like an uh, an offensive um I don't know if offensive is actually the right word, to be honest, because I always feel like there's a double meaning behind it. But, like, 
Tottenham uh, playing is, is the roots of Tottenham is an attacking football style, but we are not playing this uh, this at all. We are playing a defensive style, uh, as Antonio is you know famous for. Like he, he Conti is uh, an a defensive manager because that's how the Italians play football. So is he then the right manager for us? Uh, I don't know. I mean, last season, he he said it himself. Uh, we he did a miracle, but I mean, we just looked really good. I don't know. So I don't know what happened really. We have the same players. We even got um, Rich Richarlison in, which is a great addition to the team. It just stopped until the summer break. I don't know. I mean, we ended this with the we ended the last season with like a four five nil. Uh, we had lots of goals. We we played good football. We we played of course we played counter attack football, but we still played football that I'd liked. I, I did like to watch. And then all of a sudden, this new season, it's just so randomly stopped. So uh, it's just I don't know I don't know really I really know what happened and it's such a difficult because we don't see behind the scenes and that is it that's just why I, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Uh, Levy, of course, is always and I don't I'm not saying I like Levy blah blah because I I would take him out of my club straight away because he's not really you know showing uh, you just feel that he just wants to get money and not uh, um he doesn't really uh, it, it sort of looks like he doesn't care for his club he just wants to make money but of uh, come on he does want to win but it's just so it's it's really difficult it's just you can't really say he doesn't want to win because every everyone that owns a club just wants his club to win I, or at least that's what I'm hoping for. But in the end, yeah, maybe he is just here for the money. But I don't know. He just, I think like we had so many chances uh, with being a top club, but we just always miss out on the final step because Levy is not spending enough. And and it it, it shows, it, it shows it actually. Because um, I have here a a spending, uh, a spend uh, summer 2022 net spend. So Chelsea spent 255 255 million pounds uh, in the summer, also in in uh, 2022. While Manchester spent 207, West Ham did 156 million, Nottingham spent 142, and Tottenham then spent. 152 million and received 35 33.5 million which makes them a net spend of 118.7 million so we are on fifth place now that means there's still four teams and i'd say f- two of them are uh, you know, title contenders, uh, title contenders, um, top four contenders in Chelsea and Manchester. Um, and they just 
you know, spend like 50 million more, which then could be crucial because 50 million could be then another top uh, top player in sort of maybe Kulisevsky, like like that. So we are maybe missing out every transfer window on one good player. So I don't know. Is he going to spend more this, this time? Uh, can't really see it. Um, so it's just, yeah. Is he is he maybe gonna go for a young player? But then that would makes that that probably means that there is no immediate effect. But maybe there is in Kulusevski. There was an immediate uh, affection. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like um, this January transfer window will be crucial in appointing the right players. Uh, and if they, if it is a young player, then I hope it just it's one that just makes click and 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 goes with the flow of our club and, and, and produces some good football. And if it, if it needs, if it is an, an, in, uh, an experienced player, maybe that, maybe he's older and, but he just experienced and should work immediately for the club. Then I'm, I'm actually quite surprised that Levy goes for it, but then that means he is going with the vision of Conti as well. But yeah, I feel like there's just no end of of this discussion because um I don't really know how to end it because I don't really know how it will end you know I mean it's just for me itself and to try to explain it in English is a bit is a bit difficult but I just yeah um I'm really interested in this January transfer um and I want to show you uh this interview of Conti um after the game against Villa I hope it's 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 okay I can show this um uh it was uh, a interview um after the game from sky and yeah i feel like it's it's a message to the spurs fans and i just want to show you it quickly it's a process the people think they hear that you arrive and you win you win in this way but this can happen for team that they are used in the past to win i understand that uh uh, the fans is disappointed because uh, they can tell, uh, yeah, but we are having patience for a long time. Yeah, I understand. I continue to repeat that last season, last season we made a miracle. I continue to repeat. It's not positive, no? It's not positive for, for the environment to, to create the expectation that in this moment are not realistic, honestly. And I'm repeating this. Uh, from the start of the season. And I knew very well that uh, uh, I was expecting this moment. Eh? I was expecting this moment. But now, now we have to start to fight. Strong, strong. I'm not scared. I believe in my work. I believe in these players. Uh, I know, but don't ask me uh, things that uh, I, can, I can't promi- promise you because this is only to... to, to to create illusion or to, to, to give uh, dreams and uh, in a moment that you have to be realistic because if you are realistic and you know the situation, you face the, you face, uh, uh, the moment in, in the right way. So yeah, he is saying that he makes him he did make a miracle and and he was expecting this. So I don't know. I hope I actually hope Conti stays. Um I saw many many people saying bring back Poch um but 
you know, if if Levy doesn't back Poch the way he should be back, then it's gonna ju- it's just gonna be a a a, a um, you know the same thing as as why he got sacked. Because there is still many of the same players that got Pochettino sacked, um, and I think Pochettino shouldn't should have never been sacked. It's just it was just the players that uh, have worked or have played for him just didn't you know um, played good enough. And I don't, I don't even think it, it was about Poch. Poch would have probably made, uh, given us his title. Definitely, I think he just needed one more transfer window, um, where you know he would have received the player that he really wanted. But Levy wasn't spending um, enough money for Poch in that time, and and Levy went for the players that he wanted. So. Yeah, I, I still feel like Poch would have given us a trophy, but, uh, you know, we fucked it up there. And, and, you know, then we got so many new managers and then they all were, you know, like uh, they all were suffering from the Levy not spending enough as he should have. But, um, yeah, I feel like this, this is enough about Levy now. Um, I really just hope that he is going to spend the right uh on the right players Conti wants this January January transfer window and I really hope that um it, it all turns out good in the end but yeah it's going to be a crucial January for us and yeah I hope we start uh signing players soon because other teams are have already started and have already new players in their club and we always leave it out in the last minute you know so I I hope we get a good Good, a good bunch of players, and yeah, um, yeah. So another thing I just really missed was the Kane and Son understanding. I don't know why that was, why that is gone now. Uh, but I mean, last time, last season, they just played so brilliant together, and this year it feels like they've never played together in their life. I feel like it's it's it. They're not really being that dangerous they the dangerous top uh the dangerous two up front anymore Af son is not at his top as we talked about last um last episode kane is just now uh, i feel like teams have now no- noticed or got to know how they can take kane out of the game and are now just pushing for that and now it's just like that this top two uh, the front two in the front is are not really producing or are not allowed to produce what they could because they just because the 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 other uh teams know how to um to get them out of the game but yeah i've just it's a bit um you know, a bit, a bit of a disappointment as well, like the Kane and Son understanding. And uh, yeah, I feel like, I hope Kulosevsky is soon back. I hope Richarlison is, is back soon. And I really hope that Bentecourt is back soon because with, I, I feel like with these three guys back and some new transfer, uh, January transfer people, um, players, uh, we should be back on track. But as long as we have those injury problems, it's gonna be really, really difficult, and I hope we will survive this 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 part of the season. Um, 
yeah then what else do i want to talk about um um well the creativity um we are lacking is is something that i think we all know um but you know that 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 should be a transfer in in january a midfielder that's creative and a new center back and i feel like uh, another right wing back would do as well uh although we have hoiberg uh, doherty that now is playing all right but i still feel like i don't understand why we don't let uh, chet spence play um i just feel like conti is now saying that he's not ready and blah 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 but in the end we're not we're not winning with, without playing them so at least try mate i mean just put him in for a game see how he plays and and just you know about start playing him at from the beginning you know not in like not just five minutes in the in the last uh part of the game where we already lost to, already are behind two nil or you know where we are two one or three one up front um play him uh, give him a start give him a start of the game and i i still feel like we could use his uh speed and and technical ability so much i just don't know why he's not playing him but yeah I, that's that's another thing i feel i feel like we if 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 we want to do two signings this transfer window center back and and midfield is the is the priority and then if possible another right wing back um but you know um it's gonna be i don't think it will happen that we are making free transfer windows but uh yeah i mean and if you look at the stats um we had possession 60 to 40 percent um which is all right but if you don't score it's there's no point in looking possessions because we looked we we won games with maybe 30 percent uh possession um and and still won so there's just no there's not really a point uh, in the possession part um total shots we had six and villa got 13 so that as well says it all i mean we are behind but we are making less shots than as the villa like half 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 the shots we made of aston villa on target we had two they got four um there's blocked shots we got two they got five our passing percent was 86 they got 80 um we got five corners they got three we have yeah we uh, it looks like we are just not really yeah well you saw it in the game as well but we are have not played a good game and the stats make up for it as well um which now leads gives us the fifth place at the moment with a game less than liverpool and man united so um yeah we could have catched up to newcastle we, we they are now four points ahead of us again uh arsenal unfortunately are playing the best football at the moment in the league um are now seven points clear as I fucking heard the whole weekend in divorce from my friends because I have an Arsenal friend, an Arsenal fan, as a fan, as a friend. Well, I can't really call him a friend, but he's he's just there in the group. Um, and then I have um, another one who just is Arsenal fan, just to provoke me. Um, 
Yeah, fucking wankers. Um, and then we got Man City that lost a game. And not that they drew, but for City that is like a loss. Um, Erling Haaland scores every game. That's, that's not nothing new. He's just on, <laughs> he's just on fire right now. Newcastle, I always thought Newcastle was going to be top four this season. Um, four points clear now of us. Um, but obviously lots of games to come. But at the moment, it just doesn't look like we are going to get top four. Man United are now on 32 points to, and they have a game uh, in their hand. So they could go up to five points ahead of us with Liverpool uh one game in their hand as well. Cook, I will go up and have 31 points, so one point above us. Uh, lucky for us, Chelsea are struggling a bit at the moment as well. Um, they could catch up to 28 points, so two less than us. Um, so my prediction for the top four, um, if Arsenal are going to play uh, like maybe 10, 10 more games like that, uh, I'd say they unfortunately win the title. Uh, uh, City gonna be second, um, and then I feel like Newcastle is gonna drop some points. Um, but Manu and Liverpool are now looking strong again. Um, so I guess I, I go for a Arsenal City um, Manu. No, I go Liverpool in in the three. Man United is gonna stay fourth, and I think we are just gonna we are gonna miss out on top four and stay fifth. Hopefully, hopefully stay fifth. Um, but yeah, oh, oh, oh but Newcastle, yeah, no, I, I say Newcastle will then be sixth or seventh, and Chelsea is gonna be sixth. I feel like Newcastle is gonna drop off to seventh, and and tra- nah. It's gonna be that's that's like actually quite difficult to say. Um, Newcastle, Tottenham, and Chelsea. I feel like this this will be a battle about fifth place, and it's gonna be a very very tight battle. Um, but I feel like the top four will be Arsenal, City, Liverpool, Manu, and then Tottenham, Chelsea, Newcastle in a tight battle. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just a shame really. I mean, we had, we had, uh, we had, um, we had the chance to be top four and now we are, we've just, I feel like we've blown it. Um, I, I mean, I'm happy, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm happy to, 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 to see ourselves in a top four in the end, but I'm not, I don't think it's going to happen. This season is just, it's not, we're just not playing the football we we should or could, um, and that's why I just feel like we are not. We are gonna struggle, and we are not gonna play Champions League next year. Um, yeah, because I, d- I don't think we we will win the Champions League as well. But I don't think anyone is expecting that. Um, yeah, sort of that. I feel like that was it. Most for the most things I wanted to talk about. Um, Predictions against Crystal Palace? Well, pff, I don't know. Could be anything. Um, <laughs> uh, Crystal looked one two nil, um, and uh, at the moment we are playing 
so shit that I feel like we're gonna draw. I think I feel like Drew. That's that's past. Uh, I feel like we're gonna draw against against Crystal Palace. Um, I hope we win, but uh, I could. I feel like it's gonna be a boring one-one. Um, or maybe Crystal goes full attack and they're gonna score twice. Then I, I feel like we're gonna. I was. I just feel like. Crystal Palace is going to score and we are in the end, as always, trying to catch up. And I feel I feel like whatever Crystal is going to score, we are going to score the same. And so I'm, I'm just going for the draw. But with Crystal Palace to score first and us, you know, running again after the win. And yeah, I feel like that's that's... Probably everything I wanted to say. Um, I wish I, I could have been more positive the first in the first episode of the new year. Um, but, you know, as a Spurs fan, we all know that is not going to happen. But yeah, I feel like I'm all out of topics now and I would just go and ramble about other stuff. I feel like lots. Uh, sometimes it's a bit difficult to, to share my point of view, uh, but... I, I've tried about this whole Levy and Conti thing is just so difficult uh, because you can't really, yeah, because it's just really difficult to to know what's going to happen because we can't look behind the scenes. Conte is not really showing anything uh, uh, on the outside. You can sort of hear what he wants. He wants signings and he wants the backing and he wants the players to be ready, which is fair enough. But with Daniel Levy as a as the president, I don't feel like this will be happening. But yeah, I hope I hope it turns out good. But uh, yeah, as I said, don't get your hopes uh, high up. Um, but I feel like we all know that we are not going to make that. I feel like we are used to be disappointed. So that's why we are keeping our expectations really low. So we not get uh, disappointed and just, you know, can say, I told you. So, yeah, no, that was the, I feel like that was the first episode of the new year. I hope you enjoyed. If you enjoyed, maybe write uh, a review as in the podcast, whenever you're listening, um, give me the, those, you, I feel like you can give like the, the star system um, reviews, um, which is like really helpful for me because other people can then see uh, the, re- the, re- the reviews on this podcast and maybe join in as well. Um, and yeah, I hope you have a great year. Um, we'll see us in the next episode, probably on Friday. If, if, uh, we are, if I manage to do it, I feel like I should. Um, and maybe, um, maybe I'll do it on Sunday after the FA cup game, or maybe I'll just do two, two episodes again after the game. So yeah, I'll, we'll see how I'm going to do it. And yeah. That was it for today. Um, See you in the next episode and bye-bye. Come on, you Spurs.